0: Listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. Good evening, good evening. Um, we are on the uh, pit segment, and um, tonight I want to share a word together with you titled Battle Before Breakthrough. Um, and I'm, I'm sure it's been long that we have shared the word together. Um, so allow me to define the battle tonight. The battle is a fight or a conflict with or without weapons to strive for content for victory, to attempt to defeat, subdue, or destroy an enemy, either by blows or by weapon. So we can all agree tonight that um, we don't only battle with weapons, we can battle with words, and our words can become a weapon that damages other people's reputation. Our words can be, you know, weapons that we use, you know, that damages uh, people's integrity. And we need to be always careful that that in every words that we, we say, in every things that we do, that we do not impact or affect other people's lives badly. And we need to know that, you know, after every battle, you know, there is victory. But you need to see breakthrough in every battle. Because we don't just fight and we are seen as ones that are beating up the air like John was uh, proclaiming. But we are the ones that when we fight, we know what is it that we are fighting. We find the scripture tonight in the book of Samuel chapter 17. We read verse 32 to 36. And the Bible says, David said to Saul, Let no man's heart become weak because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Saul said to David, You are not able to go and fight against this Philistine. You are only a young man. While he has been a man of war since he was young. But David said to Saul, Your servant was taking care of his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and took a lamb from the flock, I went after him and fought him and saved it from his mouth. When he came against me, I took hold of him and by the hair of his head and hit him and killed him. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear and this Philistine who has not gone through our religious act will be like one of them for he has made fun of the armies of the living God. Father, bless the reading of the word in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's look at the battles you will face before your breakthrough. Number one, your share of rejection. You see the story that we have read when you read in, 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 in verse 11. The Bible says, so he asked Jesse, are these all the sons you have? This was the priest, uh, when Samuel, when he was sent into Jesse's house to go and anoint the king because at this time, the Lord had already said to Samuel, I have rejected Saul as the king because Saul failed to be obedient to me. But Saul thought that sacrifices will replace obedience. Many people think that, you know, my giving will be able to buy me forgiveness to God. You know, I would rather be able to bring stashes of money other than being obedient to God's instructions but God is saying to someone look I don't want to hear you anymore I know that you always pray and, and plead for him but I want to tell you today I have rejected him and God does not only stop at reject him because let me, let me affirm to you tonight when God you know has rejected a person he has already someone else in mind who's going to replace the person look at the life of Moses when, when he said to Moses you will only see you know canaan but you will never enter it god had already prepared a man by the name of joshua at his tender age the bible says when moses aaron and and miriam were at the campsite it says joshua stayed at the tabernacle i want to tell you tonight that god never runs out of resources god never runs out of plan god never runs out of a man to use in every city. In every moment, God has a man. It doesn't matter whether we feel like, God, you can't do this without me. I'm here to announce you. You can be powerful. You can have revelations. You can know the Bible from Genesis up to Revelation. You can think that you know God better. But when the moment for God to move ahead, he always has a man. Your share of rejection, here we see, the Bible says when the priest, when, when Samuel walks into the house of Jesse, all his sons, seven of them paraded, and all of them were passing before Samuel. And when Eliab came, a man who had muscles, a man who looks like, you know, he, he was a friend to a gym, A man whose body, you know as well, he looked so well that this man is a fighter. And Samuel, when he saw Elia, he thought to himself, yes, now I have found the key. But the voice from God says, Samuel, not this one. And I love what God says. He says to Samuel, you see, your problem, Samuel, is that you're looking at the stature. Your problem, Samuel, is that you're looking at those that are carrying the Bible, but the presence of God is not in their lives. Your problem is that you're walking around appreciating things that my presence is not in them. And he says, your problem is you look at the outward feature, but me as God, I look at the heart. He reminds me of what he told Isaiah. He says, Isaiah, you see, this nation, they love me and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far away from me. Here is a young boy from the age of 12. He was left alone. He was looking after the sheep. The father thought that the bears and the lion will kill him and destroy him, but he never knew that. What, 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 what he was talking about in the book of Psalms, saying, you know, even though I may be rejected, the Lord will find me. The father never knew that when they were sending him to go look after the sheep, they were actually leaving him in the care of God. You see, they rejected him. They pushed me out. So when the seven of them are done, you see, the king now is confused and saying, you know what, God, I've gone through the seven that I'm seeing here. There is no other son. But but he he had to ask a question. You see, and he says, are all these the sons you have? You know, is there still any other one? You see, and Jesse answered, saying, there is still the youngest. And he said, he is tending the sheep. Listen to what Samuel says. Samuel said send for him we will not sit down until he arrives imagine this is a man who was rejected this is a boy who was left out as an outcast and this is a man who who was not going to be part of what is celebrated even though maybe god might have chosen another brother he was not part of those that are celebrating but they never knew that the same the same rock That the builders threw away was the cornerstone. The one that was most important. You know, I am here to announce to you tonight that you might have been rejected but no one will sit at the table until you come. You see, Samuel says, we will not see it. I want to assume that all of them were sitting, standing there, the food was ready. You know, the, the horn was full of oil and, and somebody was missing. They had to go look for the one who needs to be anointed. Let me tell you tonight, your opportunity will not pass you by. Let me affirm to you tonight, you might be feeling rejected, you might be feeling unwanted, but I want to tell you, no one will sit at the dinner table until you come. They had to wait for David. What I want to believe tonight is he had to make a grand entrance. All of them waiting. They waited for someone who was insignificant. Someone not so important. Someone they wished to forget. Someone they wished he was dead. But all of a sudden, they had to create an opportunity for him to come. You see, he was rejected by the family. But was never rejected by God. You know, in Psalms 27, verse 10, David says, though my mother and my father may forsake me, he says, the Lord will receive me. This was These were not the words that were said or recited because things were well, were going good in his life. These were the things he said when he was faced with a lion, when he was faced with a bear, when he had to fight for his life. He knew that his life was a misery. If this is the same words that he said when he did not know, who to call to even when he walked through the valley of the shadow of death he says i will fear nothing for thy art with me he says i don't i don't have a brother i don't have anybody i know they are there but but at the moment i'm rejected i know nobody but he says you know even though i may walk through the valley of the shadow of death he says i will fear nothing for you are with me he knew that the Lord was by his side. And I love David because every time the Bible will tell us that, that because he was in, 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 in the bushes, that's where he lived. He had nobody to talk to. He would come back. In 1 Samuel 30 verse 6, it says, But David got his strength from the Lord his God. Nobody could strengthen him. But he will always have to strengthen himself. He need to find the strength within himself. Number two. You don't only face rejection. You must have a lion and a bear encounter you see there are there are moments yeah, when when you think you have you have killed the bear you think it's over you don't know the lion is coming sometimes you start by killing the lion first and you celebrate and you say now i need to get myself ready i have won my battle continue opening up another level listen to me every level that god elevates you to you deal with different demons you deal with different challenges and if you think your previous victory Will sustain you in your next battle. You've got something coming. You need to always root yourself. And know that every level has got an encounter. In verse 36. Here David says to Saul. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. At this time he's sent with lunch to go give his brothers. And he finds Goliath. You know, swearing and insulting the armies of God. and I want to believe that Saul was sitting somewhere on his chair, listening to all these insults, and the giants, people who are wearing you know, you know those 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 bronze clothes for war, they were sitting there, all of them were so scared. and as they come in, then will, the Bible tells us, Goliath will send there, and he will say, Give me a man. And men were sitting there, men of war, men of army, They were sitting there scared, shaking in their pants. And the young boy walks in there, very young boy. He comes there and and he looks around. He listens to this man. And, And as he listened to this man, he realizes that those who know God, who know war, who understand what God has done, they were silent. Wrong things were happening. Those that know God, they were silent. Women and children were abused. Those who know God, they were silent. You know, things were... Taken away from people by force, those who know God were silent. And he walks in and he says, Your servant, he calls himself a servant. He has never served this guy, he's just met Saul. And he says, Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. And he says, Give me one of your men. Who has a testimony? This is a man who says, I carry a testimony. I killed a lion and the bear. Give me someone who has this was the moment of facing the deadly situation. He says, I was alone. He says, when when the, when the lion and the bear, were taking the flock, and he says, and they take one of the sheep, he says, I will run after him. And he says, when I get there, I don't kill the lion first. No, 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 no. He said, I save the lamb from the lion, because you need to, you need to, there are people you needed to save, but you kill the lion together with them. And today they are gone, they are no more. And we, rea- we didn't realize that the the enemy was not the sheep. The enemy was the lion. There are people we have, we have left. They are gone with the bear. The bear has feasted on them when God has told us to go and rescue them. David is saying, listen to me, master, your servant, when the lion was running away with the sheep, he says, I will run after him. He says, when I catch it, he says, I will rescue the sheep. And he says, After I've rescued the sheep and it decides to come after me, he says, I'll hold it with his hair and I will kill it with my bare hands. He says, I never had a weapon, but God has strengthened me. He says, I have a testimony. What do you have? What have you killed? What is it that you have killed? And in the process of killing those, what have you saved? Because most of the time, we kill before we can save. Most of the time we destroy before we can build. And God is saying there are things we needed to save. Number three and the final one. After you've had your lion and a bear encounter, you need to face the giant. You say, this guy says, yeah, I understand. I understand. I see how, how all these men are behaving. I see how scared they are. But he says, I come with a testimony. He says, I'm not going to listen to this man who has not gone through our religious act. This uncircumcised man. I'm not going to listen to this man who does not know what God has done and what God is able to do. But he says, but I'm going to face the giant. You know, in verse 33, the Bible says, Saul said to David, you are not able to go and fight against this Philistine. You are only a young man. You see, the biggest mistake that that we do today is to undermine the ability of God to change our circumstances. You see, a giant is anything that exalts itself above the name and the power of God. That's a giant. A giant is anything. That tells you that you will not be able to overcome it. A giant is a constant reminder. That always tells you that you will never amount to anything. So he says, I cannot allow anything that defies and insults the name of God. A giant is anything that scares you and paralyzes your faith. Because here the men, the soldiers were paralyzed. You see, Goliath represented an idol david needed to remove everybody else worshiped goliath every morning they come and they sit they listen to a some man saying give me a man if that man defeats me we will be your slaves forever but if i defeat him you will all be the slave what is at stake what is it that that is at stake There are things your children are at stake. There is a giant that is calling your children's name. And it's calling them into places of drugs. It's calling them into places of prostitution. There's a giant that is calling your your children's name. But you see, this giant will not just disappear. You're going to have to stand up. You're going to have to fight this giant. Because David had to ensure that he removes Goliath. You see, people will always remind As that we are young and inexperienced. That's what the king said. The king doesn't see opportunity. He's seeing a young boy. You see. And all that is recorded. The Bible tells us that. David fought 66 battles. And he lost none of them. And all those battles that the Bible is recording. He did not fight all of them. He had to pave a way. He killed The giant, but he never killed the second one. The second one was killed by his nephew. Ishbi Benot killed the second giant. And this giant comes at the time when David was very tired and insulting David. And when this giant wanted to take on David, Ishbi Benot said, this one I will take it because you have shown me how you took care of Goliath. You see, you need to fight your giants so that your children can fight their own giants. You need to kill your Goliath so that the children that are coming after you are able to kill their own giant. You see, when, when he thought it was over that he has killed Goliath, was faced with Saul, the very man who's sitting on his own throne. Have you ever had to fight people who have your things? Have you ever had to run away from people that are carrying the things that you know that God has them for you? This was David. Have you ever had to to to, to still work under a boss you know that he's sitting on your throne? And God is saying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna humble you i'm going to train you i'm going to make sure that 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 you you fight this giant but you're not going to fight with a fist but you're going to fight the way i want even when he had an opportunity when, when 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 he had an opportunity to kill Saul he refused to he said touch ye not the anointed of god david the anointing is gone but you are still Seeing the anointing. Because he understood that anointing and breakthrough will put you into the next level in your life. Even though the people who are running ahead of you, you feel that the anointing is not so powerful anymore. When you honor the anointing, God will elevate you. You see, In John 16, verse 33, the Bible says, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Jesus is saying, you're going to have many fights. You're going to have many battles. You're going to go through so many things in life. But remember that your battles will always be part of your journey. You are guaranteed of victory. But that victory will not be in the absence of the battle. You need to engage in the battle. You're going to have to fight for your own survival. You're going to have to fight for your family's survival. You're going to have to fight for the things you want because you know that guaranteed God has given you victory. Your reward will prepare you for the next stage of your life. Battles, prepares. For our breakthrough. But you're going to have to stand for that rejection. When they reject you, may they throw you to Jesus. Because he's ready to welcome you. David says, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. He was talking about the table he was, that was set for him when he, was on, when he was anointed as a king. He says, Lord, in the presence of my enemies those who I regarded as a family but became an enemy, you have prepared a table. And all of them could see your anointing in your hand upon me. What are you going through tonight? What battles are you facing? What giants are you facing? What are you encountering? The Lord has not forgotten about you. Are you going through your moment of rejection? I want you to hold on because the Lord has not forgotten about you. Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for my brother. thank you for my sister. Thank you for my amalipapakundu. They are faced with a giant. They are at the verge of giving up. But we cannot allow that to happen. Because we know you have guaranteed them victory. Give them strength one more time. Enable them one more time. To fight and not to give up. I'm praying for my brothers and my sisters tonight who are feeling rejection, who have been thrown out, who are not welcomed anywhere. I pray that when those that need to embrace them are pushing them away, may your spirit embrace them. May you remind them that you are always by their side. May you affirm them, O God, in the name